Today on the show, we've got the Lord of the Logo, the Swatch Watchman, the Count of Color Theory, the Grade Book Guru, the Brand Building Baron. He's got the Musta from Augusta. You could say he wears a lot of hats, vintage hats, that is, the Dean of Design. Listen, we didn't start the fire. We just threw on the brightest coals, the owner and designer of Bright Coal. This is Josh Whiting. This is Ministry Wear. Josh, oh, welcome to the pod. I can't, man. I was ready for it, and you still got me. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. We do that. Which one stuck out to you most, though? Um, I really, really want to immediately go update my LinkedIn profile to Dean of Design, but, I mean, there is a bunch of gyms in there. I go figured the, as go much. Go to the business luncheon. Start handing out, handing out business cards with all kinds of labels on there. My personal favorite was the Swatch Watchman because mm. I liked how it flowed. Yeah. But um, good to have you on the pod today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Ministry where I am your host, as always, the Prince of Prayer, Carson Cooper, joined by my guy, the Osho himself, Theo Reverend Ryan. We're here. So glad to be here and excited for this episode. Yes, we've got Josh Whiting of Bright Coal. Is it Bright Coal Design or just Bright Coal? You drop the design because who needs yeah, that? It, yeah, who needs it? It's, it's on like some of the business stuff, but really just Bright Coal. And, okay. and if you yell out Bright Coal in a room, like I'll answer to that too, because at this point I've got internet friends that I only know through Instagram and it's a, wow. there you go. And here we are today. So Josh is a phenomenal designer who works with churches and, and beyond, has tons of experience in the youth ministry, church world, as well as the design game. And we're going to talk faith and fashion today with him. But first things first, Theo, start us out, big guy. So we're going to start with the infamous fit check, Josh. So uh, my question for you is, would you like God to well something up inside of you or rain down? Meaning, would you like to start from head to toe or toe to head? Uh, well, for the sake of the audience, we got to go well up because the only cool thing I'm wearing is on my head. So I love it. I know. Paint the picture. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, the picture is I haven't left my house in 18 months. So I, um, I'm currently, you got, you got a lucky I'm wearing shoes today. I'm wearing my house shoes. I bought, let's go baby. I bought tennis shoes to wear in my house only because I'm (gasps) that kind of dad. Cause you're not, and you're not an animal because (laughs) Yeah, who like who is wearing shoes house? from outside, <laughs> inside? Yeah, there's about <laughs> 60 pairs of shoes around my front door. So yeah, that, that's definitely a thing. But yeah, so I have my my home Reeboks on today. I know. Okay, you guys yeah. Can we see them on heads. cam? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Oh, were, uh, the big that. selling point is these were thirty-five dollars. I like it. Is a common thread for most of my shoes. I wear I wear a Reebok Club C's like eighty percent of the time. Yep. Hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. We may or may not have a question already prepared. Theme that, but go Ooh, on. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, followed by Nike five-inch gym shorts. Do you need a little twirl for those as well? Uh, no, we saw them when you were walking by. But oh, so you're <laughs> okay. rocking the five-inch inseam. Yeah, baby. It's uh. You are gotta, you, gotta are you a runner thighs. typically? No, are, no. Okay, just so you're just seen. you're appropriating the running culture and no, just rocking and shocking them. No, no cardio, baby. Yeah, that's get that get that trash out. He only he only does the cardio of the click. <laughs> okay, sick. Oh, so the, the Nike, you don't, but also you feel no qualms mixing Bach with the check. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I do actually, but again, okay. I'm at home, and so the only people judging yeah. me is me and my wife. But and, and this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. And this <laughs> podcast. And the also, millions of viewers and listeners. But hey, we're pro people on this pod. Get don't get it twisted, people. So we're about whatever makes you feel good, great, and swaggy, and honoring to the Lord. No. So to to be clear, if I got to pick a lane, I'm in. I'm I'm Team Reebok for sure. I'm really? those odd birds, man. I, I like yeah. the Reebok stuff. I like they got some You're older, a Bach boy. older stuff. They got, um, yeah, and, I, and it's it's cheaper. So you guys also brought the wrong person on the podcast today. Like when y'all when y'all emailed me originally, I was like, yeah, are are you sure? Because you're you really got three people in my closet. You have uh, an old Southern man, okay. um, yes, a fun which uncle, we love, and then we'll also love a, a funkle. Okay. I, I love it. Because design like, bot four thousand. <laughs> depending on the, the, the situation <laughs> I'll jump in, man. And like to be fair, the the, the the robot boy is the most underdeveloped, but that's like the yeah. the Zuckerberg model of like I have ten t shirts and ten shorts and I wear yeah. the same thing every day. Like there's a version of me that's like really attracted to that because there's so much more room for creativity mm-hmm. and efficiency in your life right. when you're eating and Absolutely. wearing the same thing every day. Right. Um, we've yeah. talked about that on the pod before, but we we're just we've been captivated by the fits. So the versatility, yeah. man, I, I couldn't walk away. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. OK, moving up, moving, moving up. up. What's on uh, what's on the chest? So this is a uh, Daytona Bike Week 1994. Yo, shirt from my literal uncle who gives for whatever <gasps> reason, gives me lots of clothes. That's, and, awesome. uh, That's so sick. They're not normally gyms like this. Like a lot of times, like I don't, I don't need that. No, thank you. Yeah, it's like thanks. It was the Costco special, and you're like, no, nah, I'm good on that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a wild one. Yeah, luck out. It was there. a Kirkland heater. <laughs> but then uh, on the head, I have. Yeah, let's get it. Uh, '96. Uh, Yo. Yes. Atlanta Olympics, Olympics hat. It's fire, so boys good. and girls. It fits so well too. Fun fact, I was living in Atlanta when that happened, and I watched the torch <gasps> run past my neighborhood. No as we, way. We lad. Yes, indeed. Wow. That's amazing. Cut. That's the quality content that you can expect from Ministry Wear and the quality of guests we bring. So to the millions of fans, the brothers and garms out there, you're welcome. Okay, if Theo, anything, is that it sounds like we brought check? the right person on the podcast. Yeah, it sounds like we brought the right person today, Josh. So Theo, is <laughs> that a complete fit check? That is a complete fit check. Okay, Josh, as you know, and longtime listeners of the show know, there are three main subjects of this podcast, and they are Garms, Clothes and Shoes, God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the guys, Carson and Theo, ourselves. So we're going to start where, you know, we're all good stories start is with the guys, ourselves. And so the first question I have for you today, as I, you know, I'm racking my brain, spending hours on end developing these questions, is what does bright coal mean? It's your moniker, it's the business, it's the face, it's the brand. But what does it mean? But what does it mean? All right, so here's here's where you get into the the my crazy brain a little bit because I like doing the wild out there stuff, but I also desperately need everything to mean something and to be like totally thought through. Yeah. So sat down, started thinking of the business model, thought about a whole bunch of different options, landed on doing creative work for youth ministries uh, because it sounded like the most fun of all the options. And if I could do it for free, it's what I would still do. 
Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and so I knew that was like my audience. I wanted something that was short, that everybody knew how to say and spell, even if you didn't have any other context. And I wanted to have some sort of like biblical Jesus tie-in without being like, John 316 graphics, you know, like, right. yeah, gotta, totally. Like, His image design company. <laughs> ooh, ooh. You know what? Forget Brightcall. Yeah. That's, that's the new winner. It, it was Brightcall. It was formerly, yeah. the artist formerly known formerly as Brightcall. Known as Brightcall. <laughs> also, except yeah. um, the judges will accept Bright Soul. Ah, <laughs> that's audio only. That's, that's the okay. recording oh, artist. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I was, had that kind of as a goal. And then also, like, I really wanted the .com to be available just for yeah. you know, personal reasons. But then, uh, yeah, so I kind of went down this road and had about 13,000 terrible names and mm-hmm. started uh, thinking about, like, there's so many cool visual moments in the Bible. And one right. of them, you know, thinking about things burning, a burning bush. Mm-hmm. And then got to um, when the seraphim took the live coal and cleansed yep. Elijah's li- Elisha or Elijah. Yeah, I like that. And I said, oh, shoot, that is sick. Like, he's literally, like, preparing him to communicate more clearly and get the message Yo, let's out go, in a different dude. way. And I said, live coal, that's sick. And then started looking at stuff around that. And bright coal turns out to be a specific type of coal that's, like, higher octane and rarer. And I said, oh, boom, dang. baby, .com's available. I'm in. Sold. He's on the high octane. The Raceway T, he's running, boys and girls. <laughs> and so how long have you been operating as Bright Coal? Uh, let's see, June 2018, so coming up on three years. Wow, that's crazy. Love I love it. So, so speaking of the curation of the quality design, my question for you next is how would you def- define your design aesthetic? Or maybe, you know, how would, how would you define it? Who is it like? And then who's one of your like uh, magi masters mm. that, you know, really inspire you? Or maybe you want some of your work to look like? Yeah. So um, the, the spot that I'm trying to live in is just a little bit uncomfortable for big church. Like my main yeah. target is like youth pastors or like real cutting edge churches that are like, hey, like we're a church plant. Like we got to get out there. We're willing to kind of break some eggs kind of thing. And mm-hmm. so I want like senior pastor of an established church to go like the data's there. Like he seems professional, but ooh, that makes me a little nervous. Like that's that's yeah. a sweet spot, right? They're um, like, but why it isn't church in the name? Right. <laughs> and you're like, because people get it. Right. And so so that that's kind of the um that's kind of the zone I want to be in. In terms of inspiration, there's people that I've drawn from from like a you know cerebral standpoint, and then people that I just uh, love their art. But one person that kind of crosses all those for me is John Contino. Um, okay. I'm, I'm not going to get up and, and grab his book over there like I want to because I got headphones on. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's a good one. He's uh, he's done a lot of cool stuff for folks. And uh, yeah. That's sick. What I mean, what would you say are the main tenets of the bright coal aesthetic? When somebody's paying to get the full blown bright coal experience, what are the things that you know constantly show up? That's like, oh yeah, that's a Josh thing always. So that's that's a real tough one to say about yourself. Yeah. Um, somebody recently said about me that I was talking to. He said you've got a real like experiential kind of mm-hmm. thing. And I was like, that's that is an interesting, uh, great fifty cent word to to prescribe to it but adding that to the website it's really it's driven by more like the principles that i think matter and one is 
I want every brand or, you know, even if it's a merch design or whatever, like I want it to feel like a handshake with your organization or with you. Mm. And so I want to get in, figure out who you are at a intimate level. Okay, maybe intimate is not the right word. I <laughs> no, want to no, get to go know there, you dog, at go an there. appropriate public level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a close friend. Like a close friend. And <laughs> not as a lover, but as a close yeah. friend. <laughs> Lover of God. Okay, guys, come on. Uh, yeah, so I want to get in there and, like, figure out your your world and then, um, you know, do create a brand that fits that to the best of my ability. And that usually involves, you know, some thicker lines and some stuff that is very legible and um, kind of, like, it, it, it slaps you in the face with the simplicity. But there's always that little, like, hook or that little quirk that's like, oh, shoot, like, why did not think of that? Like, that's usually when you know you're done is, is uh, when you get to that zone. Absolutely. So that being said, you get to work with churches all over and you're always putting stuff on the gram and, and showing a lot of the projects. What's one brand, um, whether it's a logo or, or the whole build out that you've done recently that you're like, yeah, I killed it. it it's usually whatever the last thing I did was, because that's what mm -hmm. I'm hyped about. And then I forgot whatever I worked on three months ago, but the okay, before actually, you answer, before you answer, I have this question for you. Theo and I, you know, we, uh, you know, we kick around in Illustrator and Photoshop, you know, ourselves. You know, we've been known to be a swatch watchman ourselves. I <laughs> suffer dabble. from this. I know I suffer from this um, syndrome, and it goes mostly to the merch we design. It's like that I'll love something and think it's awesome, and then put it out, and then either I won't wear it ever, like I like I'll never wear something I make, or I'm like wow, what the freak was I thinking? Like, this is not cool. Yeah, Do you ever run that? Or is it 100% oh, no, 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 confidence? No, no, no. The bright, cold seal of approval, you're like, yeah, I stand by it. So, yes, I stand by the work, but I definitely feel the, like, whenever I design, like, bright, cold merch. Yeah. Like, I'll be, like, hyped on it, and then it comes in the mail, and I'm like, oh. Mm. I'm, I suck at this. Like, you're like, man, maybe, I don't know about this whole home office thing. Oh, man. <laughs> No, yeah, um, it's it, it, yes and no. So, like, I'll look at stuff that I did two years ago, and to me it's just like, hey, that was like a step in the journey. Like, I could right. do better now, but um, for all the context and, and, and stuff in that situation, like, I'm, I'm proud of it. It was, it was part, of, part of the path, right, which is why I don't, like, edit and filter out stuff on my feed that, you know, didn't perform well or, like, right. I think it sucks two months I later. I love that. Like, you just got to keep the You got to keep the real stuff in there too, man. Yeah. But yeah, I've Absolutely. got a pile of shirts that I rarely wear out in public because I'm like, it feels kind of weird to wear your own stuff too, right? Like, for sure. Like you, you show up at conference and you got like your name on your shirt and you're like, hey guys, this it's me the guy, and it just feels like you're you're <laughs> advertising like so loud, right? Yes. Right, right, right. That's we were at the Valley Conference, which you had a big hand in and helped design a lot of the. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. everything and Dude, we were I just love that one that one actually won Dude. an award here in, here in georgia <gasps> oh no way oh really yeah. do tell tell the local more. i mean it's nothing like crazy but like the local ad fed which is basically where all the agency people like get and pat each other on the back and talk about who did the best work during the year yeah um i submitted valley conference and a couple other things and valley conference uh i think it was silver maybe i don't know that's so let's cool. go man yeah. That's so sick. Dang. Congrats. Okay. So back to the original question. What's like the most stoked project that you've had recently that you're like, oh yeah, I killed it. Um, it was what I posted today. The uh, foundation builders. Yeah. Dude. I don't know if you guys saw that, but that was yep, for Trademark Church in uh, Fort Worth. And I was just, 
that's that type of stuff where you sit there and you sweat for a long time trying to like make these shapes work and it's all boring mm-hmm. and, and then like it snaps into place and you go up ah, boom sold and then it's all kind of out from there but yeah getting that yeah. f and that b to kind of inter intermingle yeah. in an appropriate way so absolutely yeah for all, all the listeners appropriate levels of mingling yeah yeah for all the listeners be sure to um give josh a follow on bright coal and like like you said he's posting tons of of work and really showing the process and you can see exactly what he's saying when that when that logo hits that certain spot and you're like the, oh <laughs> i see it That's you know it. it's hidden That's... it's like when you see the arrow in fedex you know you got something going on <laughs> theo pointed out this josh and, and this leads me into one of my other questions you're you're um, diversifying the content. You're not just leaving the graphic designer to the, you know, the color palettes and the multiple posts on the gram. No, you're stepping into the YouTube game with your killer series of grade my logo on the pod. We're all about citing reference. And so we're, t- we're curious. Do you pull reference from the guy, the, a big weirdo, but very interesting. The designer on YouTube, Zimri Mayfield. Yes, I am Dude. a big proponent, or I love I love his stuff. There's a couple other people yes. out there doing logo reviews, and I, honestly, like my whole like career strategy is to just pull like a Michael W. Smith, like Chris Tomlin move, and go mm-hmm. take yes. something that is really successful somewhere else, and then put mm-hmm. like the Jesus sticker on it, and then la da 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 da. Look, I'm I a genius, it. guys. So. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> You could say that uh, we're nothing like that. But, yeah, go on. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it's uh, – I mean, it's one of those things, like, I I get mad at the fact that, like, Christian design has a look and Christian music right. has mm-hmm. a sound. Like, that pisses me off. But the undeniable fact is, like, that's the way the world works. Like, there's some people that are just like, hey, I'm only going to look at and draw from this. So I feel – um, as much as possible to like, I want to bring up the quality level anywhere we can. Totally. And so, uh, there you go. But yeah, yeah. Which totally. I think is so, it's so interesting because rarely, you know, even if you're designing for a church, part of that idea is that that logo is going to be interfacing and, and to your point, making friends with people outside of the church and, oh, yeah. and hopefully engaging them. But even outside of the church and in the church for being honest, rarely, are even churchgoers life 100% like Christian content, right? Like rarely is 100% of your life like um, marinating on the eschatological truths found in scripture and doing these things like people's lives are, you know, sometimes a pie chart of mostly funny or mostly, you know, family or mostly, you know, the shows I'm watching and the music I'm listening to. So the fact that in our logo design, we wouldn't pull from what seems to be, if we're being honest, the majority of people's lives and finding something that like holds a similar um, light to these other things that they're spending most of their time doing. It's like, well, well, why, you know, for sure, especially because people's interests are so broad. Are you, I mean, if you want to do the Jesus juke here, like, are you designing for yourself and to like make your internal crowd happy, or are you trying to reach people? Man, if the whole point of right. church marketing, which feels like a gross word in the first place, like the whole point of that is to, you know, pave a way and get a real message and real life change out there. Like it's not about you. It's not about what you like. It's about who you're trying to reach in your city and your totally. community and right. uh, what people are into there. So question about that then, like, 
obviously it depends what the client specifically is, but when you're asking questions of how to actually kind of decide what direction to go in, are a lot of those questions about the surrounding area, um, just as much as it is kind of the internal culture of the church or, you know, ministry or whatever you're designing for? Yup. I'm looking for two big, I'll have a bunch of questions on the kickoff call. Um, but two of the big things I'm trying to pull away is, you know, what interesting little spark is there? Mm-hmm. Like if there, you know, something visual to, to pull away from the, the conversation. And yeah. then the other is overall like tone. So, you know, what are your kids wearing? What city do you live in? Like, is it rural? Are you guys in the desert? Are you beach town? Yeah. And, you know, not saying we're going to necessarily have like beach stuff in the logo, but that's just like a whole different feel than right. totally. something else, which is where you get stuff like Valley Conference, where exactly, I got so, yeah. so stoked when Chris was like, I know who we are. This is what we want. I said, dope. Like, I'm, I'm pumped. I got you. Right. Um, but yeah, like that, that's a, that's definitely a big chunk of the conversation. And then depending on the level of, you know, relationship that we have, I'll have a second call where we only look at moods. And only cool. talk about visual stuff. So by the time, you know, paired with those two pieces of information, like I've got a ton of context and we're really synced up and on the same page of, you know, yeah. what is our North Star for the project. And then from yeah. there, do you usually have like, you're like, okay, I have one direction I'm really feeling or is it ever like I have a couple options and just as I start to design, I, I kind of develop that? Um, I do. Honestly, dude, I shoot one shot, man. Yeah. Like, and it is... In three years of doing this, I have had four misses. Wow! And some, I, I think, I think I did eighty-seven logos last year. Oh man! Whoa. Yeah. And so, like, I know that my next four projects are going to be awful and total misses. Now that I've like <laughs> jinxed it or whatever, but like, it's just it's not because I'm a super genius. It's because I just take the time. It's been way more time listening and talking and like yeah. syncing up than mm-hmm. most designers like jump in like let me bang through six concepts and like have the right. conversation there. I'm like. That's dumb. That's yeah, dumb. Yeah, yeah, No, that's great. Hey, as I you're saying that. that, I thought of another intro, and I had thought of this one before, but it didn't make the list for some reason. I was oh. going to say, he's Buzz Lightyear, the maestro of the mood. <laughs> <laughs> and the real ones and the real ones will get the deeper reference, which oh, is what, oh, Josh? Yeah. The mood boards. Mood boards for the uh, maestro of the moods, right? Did yeah, I, did but I Buzz, miss it too? Buzz the maestro. Oh, creative ink. Holy crap. This man. <laughs> That's what you can expect. This man's from next the ministry level. Where pod, <laughs> boys this, man, and girls. this man looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> this man about to be writing some taglines. The maestro. It. Wow. Okay, dude, you you <laughs> you hit on it. Speaking of being the maestro of the mood and paying attention to what your people are into, um, what was the last thing, you know, from the secular world or culture design wise that you were like, yo, this hits hard whether it's a show or you know uh, a brand or or a tea or, or or whatever a logo the last thing you saw out in the wild that you're like ooh, this is good yo that's tough oh i'll tell you um because i'm always on so the- people can tune their taste to the bright cold wavelength um i'm trying to I, I, so I'm always like hunting for hats. Like I don't, I rarely care about any other article of clothing, but hats. Really? And hmm. so You're a man inst- after my own heart. Instagram so someone should write a question this. about that for later on in the pod, but go on. <laughs> Instagram knows this about me. And so they just, they're always serving me these like super obscure, way too expensive hats. 
And uh, yeah, so it was, it was not like some great like art piece or campaign or like, you know, Astro World or something. It was it was literally like a dumb hat that I saw that I can't think of the name of. So I'm, I'm really crushing this segment of the show. <laughs> no, bro, you are killing it. Well, this is just the guys. So this it's, is me and Theo. The yeah, true, true, true. Talking true. with the guys. Okay, true. Gotcha. ourselves. No, yeah, it's usually like some some like patch from 1984 that I just geek out Ooh, over and then yeah. save on Pinterest and then promptly forget about until I pull it in for a project. Yeah. Which is so good because we've hit on before, like the sighting of the reference and um, when you're, when you're designing things, whether it's, whether it's church merch or your, you know, your branding or what have you, like you don't have to have this crazy original idea. Like we can dig into the crates and not simply just rip one for one, mm-hmm. but reference these things that worked really well back then. So I have a recipe to keep from doing that, to get from the, in that copycat game, but also yeah. still drawing inspiration. Okay, hit, hit the people with it. The key is you get something that you love and mm-hmm. then you get something else that you love. And then maybe you do that three or four more times and then you stir that pot and then your unique voice and approach and I are going to bring its own level of freshness. But just by having two ingredients instead of one, you are automatically going to get a newer, fresher thing. I love that. Which, I mean, as I'm looking at your your foundation builders um, logo that you posted, it's that perfect like amalgamation of two different feels between the foundation and builders that creates such a beautiful logo. Thanks, man. Thank you. I thought to call you Boo, but I wasn't sure if we're on that level yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. we are. Well, <laughs> you better be careful how, if you say you don't want to get that uh, intimate. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're just a legend. Peru's in the gram right now. And so if you follow Bright Cole and you watch his videos, you know that in Grade My Logo, we're always running through the three S's, okay? And we're trying to see if this logo is going to work. And that is, does it work in single color? Does it scale? And where's the story? So obviously you're running through that gambit when yep. you're building a logo. But my question for you is what makes, that makes a good logo, but to Bright Cole, what makes a good fit? What's Ooh. like <laughs> the perfect outfit for you or you feel most comfortable? Is it the box? Are you rocking the box <laughs> with the vintage hat every single day? Let the people know. Does he Maybe look good really, S's? really, really, really far away? <laughs> yeah. Like, can, people, do, can people see the vibes from far away? <laughs> <laughs> the squint test. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, that guy's dripping in swag from 90 meters away. <laughs> but what's like a t- maybe a typical uh, outfit or like the yeah. perfect outfit for you where you're like, wow, I'm killing it. No, yeah. Uh, honestly, it's something similar to what I got on today. And I got like a stack of these shirts and then yeah. stuff that I've worn. And that's, that's the other thing is like after you hit this, a, like been designing with and for people for this long, like I've just got a ton of either stuff that I've done for people or right. uh, like friend designers stuff in my closet. So if it's like nice. during the work week, 80% of the time I got some kind of t-shirt on gym shorts on and then pick of the litter hat and uh, maybe shoes. And then okay. probably like a, a crew neck, like sweatshirt kind of vibe. Like I know y'all yeah. talk about hoodie versus crew neck. I like crew neck. Mm. Let's like go. Yeah. Welcome to the, activity. welcome to the light side. Like, I don't have this like inhibitor here. I got to stay like fast and loose. You don't you don't know what's going to happen during the day, right? Yeah. As you're filming those reels, because you're a bona fide reelsman, you're a constantly. Reelsman. <laughs> you could say that you'd think there's trout on the line because the way the guy is, <laughs> is handling these reels. But in one, you were like running around a bunch. So out there in the Georgia wild. 
Yeah, so that's that was a summertime fit, and you'll see okay. um, around that time of year, you'll get a lot of Hawaiians, almost exclusively Hawaiian shirts. The thinner, the better. Yes. Okay. So, that, Are you dipping into the vintage crates for those as well? No, because uh, sometimes the Aloha like, shirt, those are, those as they're also itchy, known, a little itchy, baby. So I gotta do, I gotta do that like microfiber stretchy kind. Those are okay, like a rayon. I guess so. I don't really know fabrics and stuff, man. That's that's yeah, because you're <laughs> that's the other thing. Like, rayons. I'm, I'm designing oh, go on, go on, go on. designing merch, but I'm rarely like printing. Like, I'm not pulling screens. I'm not picking out you know specific blanks and stuff. stuff. Yeah, and so by the time you're leaving I get that to, that to the point, men and women. Yep. Leaving that to the people who That's know. Sick. sick. Yeah, I mean, as you're picking out those Aloha shirts, man, just look for that rayon. That's that flowy, mm. the flowy softness that it seems like you can't get enough of. That's it. That's it. Yeah, if you hop on Depop, dude, there's just myriads of vintage Hawaiian shirts. Ooh, I might have to get a link <laughs> for that later. I believe it. Okay, that's going to conclude the segment of the guys. Now moving on to what the people have really been waiting for. It's the Garms. We mentioned it in the intro. You wear a lot of hats, vintage hats, that is. You post, it's on, I've seen it on your website, and then clearly you mentioned it. It's the most important piece. Dude, the vintage hat collection is hitting hard. Yeah. Where did the love for the vintage headwear start? Uh, as, a, as a wee lad, like it has just always been there. Um, when I was about like six years old, I remember I had this like Mickey Mouse hat with like 80 pins in it and it would just yes. stab my head, but I was, I was so happy to have it on and with just always finding hats, putting them on and, uh, that just never stops. So anytime I'm out of town or, you know, now that we're in the, the internet age where, you know, Instagram is literally like pushing cool hats from that nobody's mm-hmm. ever seen before on me all the time. It's, it's, it's hard to resist. Right. My, my, my wife is the sneakerhead, so we're on like you know, stock X at Christmas and birthdays and stuff. But then I'm the guy that could like unload hundreds of dollars on hats every month and just don't. Okay. That's amazing. So Instagram, let me ask you that. Instagram is clearly one of the places you get hats from. Do you have any other like places that you're, you're stocking your hats from or places that you're keeping your eye on to see what's coming through next? Yeah, my, my wife is is a fantastic curator for me. So she'll Love like it. send me links from eBay when she's zooming around on stuff. Um, yeah. you know, just send me other 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 links to, to shops and stuff that she gets served ads to now. Cool. So there's there's no like one stop thing because like after you get a couple of like the best hats from a place, like you move on to the next, you know, I'm right. like a, I'm like a I'm like a migrant farmer. Like I go where where the where the pickings are good. And so like you don't just keep <laughs> You don't just hang out on that one piece of land the rest of your life. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. totally. So right. Is there a um, a theme you like to stick to? Again, I'm on the I'm on the site right now, the Bright Coal website. I'm looking at a couple of them that are featured on there, and it appears you gravitate towards a lot of um, you know Atlanta theme stuff. And then again, if you take a look through your office, there's a big baseball emphasis. So is that influence the hat selection? Are you sticking mostly to those sports? Honestly, not uh, really. The sports like, dome pieces. I've got, I've got like, I've been big into the rope hats lately. Like that again, that yeah, like yeah, yeah. vibe from like 1984. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. the rope hats. Um, I was big into truckers like a while back. Yeah. Um, I've done some. I've, I've dabbled with the fitted stuff, but like that's not a biggest one for me now. Yeah. Um, I would say probably like the predominating like must have in this era is. Uh, a patch or like some heavy duty embroidery. Right. Sure. Those are the ones that'll really, really seal the deal for me. 
And they're just not doing it like they used to, man. Like, I have a Chiefs hat that's kind of similar to this. I'm a Chiefs guy. And it has this huge, like, Kansas City Chiefs all the way embroidered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it has the logo embroidered over that. Yeah, like the puff. It's like, man, p- yeah, people just aren't doing it like that anymore, man. Like, churches, get some embroidery on these garms. Like, there's more than screen printing. There's more than heat press. <laughs> it's because it's because you got that embroidery setup fee, baby. And yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a specific zone. Hats are weird, man. Right. Because, like, you could have everybody agrees, like, okay, we're doing this this logo on the hat. But then it's not like a T-shirt where it's like, hey, like, I'm kind of a big guy. Like, I want the loose shirt or, ooh, I like the super fitted deep V like you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, there's only a couple of lanes, right? Like, right, right, right. Like, but with hats, there is, you know, your crown height. It's, how, do I want this to be like a dad hat and soft top, like super yeah. hard? Do I want fitted? Do I want the buckle? Do I want the rope? Do you want mesh? There's like so many options. And right. mm-hmm. some people have heads that only like look good with a couple of hats. And so you just, sure. yeah. it's just, and hat setups, you have like higher minimums. You've got, you're just more locked in. So it is really hard to do a good hat in my opinion, which is yeah. maybe why I love them so much. It's the forbidden fruit. Come on. Totally. Is that the checklist you're going through when you're sniping down a hat in the wild? No. Are you I'll, trying? I will wear any oh, old hat. D- I will. I will. I, I don't. There is no. It is all. It is all uh, emotional led. I've just followed the <laughs> eye of the tiger straight to the heart of my hat. What was the last piece? Speaking about headwear that you acquire that you're like, wow, this means a lot to me, or this is the one I'm most stoked on, ladies and gents. He's stepping away. From the pod, away oh, from the mic. A, I can, a hat I can conf- Yes, I can confirm the five-inch inseams. These are my latest two finds. Okay, let's go. Not to spoil one. later on in the pod. Los Angeles Ooh. Legends. Yo. We got the captain. I like that a lot. I think there's some stuff on the side. That's yeah. sick. And is that a new piece or is that vintage? No, this is new. Cool. I love it, dude. Those, uh, this another but also I referencing the, the classics. I think it's new. But yeah, again, got the 80s Ooh. Doug Camo. I don't know Ooh. what the heck H Goose is, but it's a trusted field companion. It's got a little like looks like a little terrier on it, which I don't know if those are hunting dogs or not, but yeah, there you go. I love it. Okay, last question. Talking about the headwear. So are you you're rocking hats indoors? You're not seeing anybody all day just because it's part of the uniform. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a trifecta here, right? So we've got one. I love hats, and I'm used yep. to them. To, I love hats. I super, super, super duper hate fixing my hair. And I've oh, got like right really on. fine hair that like will like just fall down like anywhere and like looks like an idiot sandwich anytime. <laughs> it's not like there's not attention being given to it. And I'm bad at fixing my hair. Thirdly, I started going bald at like 19 years old. Dang, man, you so hate to see like, it. You hate to see it go. Like as soon as I Pour got one my, out for the homies. <laughs> as soon as I got my braces off, my hair starts falling out. It's just like a Dang, rough yeah. genetic pull for me. But yeah. The Lord gives and he takes away, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> so blessedly, I'm not an onion top. I don't have the power donut yet, but it's one of right. those things like you'll Praise notice God. it if the hair's not, you know, appropriately placed to, to right. cover it up. And so the the quick fix is just like Dude, like, let's kill three birds with one stone and just put a hat on and feel great yeah. about everything. Totally. Here's the thing. I say it all the time. I'd rather have gray hair than no hair. Yeah. I would rather have a hat. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you heard it here first. Bright, cool. He wants a hat. Okay, speaking of what you want, again, we said it, and you hit on it, but I have it down here. It looks like you're a Bach boy. 
You yep. love the Bach. You love rocking the box. Where did the love for the Reebok come from? And is there a silhouette that um, stands out above the rest for you? Mm. Yeah, I like um, I like Reebok uh, one because I'm always like my wife and I both just kind of wired this way where we're like, all right, there's everybody over here doing this cool thing. Like, let's mm-hmm. be original. Let's be yeah. Let, yeah. Let's be the. People are going thing, left. Right? We go right, boys and girls. Right, right. And so um, you know, there's there's Reebok, Nike, and then um, Adidas Life, and we said, you know what? Nobody's rocking Reebok. Let's let's go explore down that let's road. Let's do it. I and love it. I jumped on board because I said, wow, these are all like half price or less than all the other stuff right i'm so with you here and then i found the club c's and it has been a a love story ever since i just keep buying them i'm I'm becoming that dad with all the the white monarchs in a row like i've literally got that downstairs like these are for cutting the grass these are for like a little bit dirty if you're going to go to the grocery store and these are going to outback with the wife (laughs) i love it man that's, that's yeah, the zone. club sees beautiful, and especially we're big pro white sneaker people over here. Have you dipped in to the Reebok Workout Pro? No, I. So my workout shoes are in a different category. Like I'll I'll I'll, I'll cross brands for that and just get something that's like good for feet or whatever. Gotcha. On, Ergonomic. On, yeah, and then on like leg day and deadlift, like get flat shoes, like some Vans or something. But yeah, yeah dude. So. Well, the Workout Pro is. Uh, I mean, I think I believe it came out in the 80s, much like a lot of the Reebok classics. It was like yeah. an aerobic shoe. But, oh, dude, it's in that – if you're in that you same – if you like Club C, um, the Reba, the Workout Pro yeah, is another heater. About. Yeah. Yeah, those are sick. Need to add that to the repertoire. So, Bright Cole's coming to the event, the conference, in vintage headgear, yep. vintage on the dome piece, five-inch inseams. And he's rocking some box. Speaking I'll, of I'll wear being... some long pants too sometimes. Okay. Okay. For your Sunday go to meet in church. Yeah, I'll wear that's Sunday go to meet. We haven't talked about Southern Grandpa's responsible dad mode yet. He's yeah, true. He's wearing a lot of master's clothes and like like uh, microfiber golf shirts and like. I love that. I like that dude. With and, some Sperry's uh, and no socks. I, I'm out on Sperry's, dude. I'm mm. out on Sperry's. Okay. I know y'all have y'all talked about those at length, but yeah, give me give me some loafers or some boots with and uh, yeah, bro. Step into the loaf life. <laughs> Are you <laughs> in the loaf life? Uh, yeah, yeah. If you count like those like penny penny loafer like slipper yep. kind of things, like that's yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, just any of those leather. We count it all. Leather shoes. That that's the thing. I was uh, I uh, I've been meeting with a guy and. He's like, I, I saw, I found your personal account and was like, is this the, the same guy? Because I see him in all this stuff. And then over <laughs> here, this family, he looks like a totally different person. So yeah, that's me. Welcome to the the odd closet that is uh, my life. I love it, dude. That's phenomenal. So, okay. So speaking about you being you, there's no one else that knows you like our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Moving on to our final segment of God, dude, you get to work with churches all over you said you know you did 87 logos last year maybe those are all churches maybe they aren't Um, talk to us a little about what god's been doing in your life again you check out the website you've been a part of youth ministry and now you're in this love for design now you're getting to marry the two just talk about how god has used you in that transition of getting to work with students and and not being in full-time ministry and just how he how he's using the brightest coal and maybe even what he's showing you yeah no it's um it, it, I feel completely honored to be able to get to do what I do. I've spent a lot of time in advertising, working with, you know, personal injury attorneys or insurance people mm-hmm. or just, you know, like you're using the, the, the skills that God's given you to 
put money in somebody else's pocket and everybody's mad at each other in the process and fighting for more. Whereas like I get on the call with these student pastors and I like, you know, first of all, I've volunteered in student ministry for 15 plus years. Like I get like their struggles and what they're going through in their heart and like the desire to reach, in my opinion, the most important people in the whole church. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so that's, it's, it's, it's so, it's just a blast. And I feel honored to be able to like give these people the attention that they rarely get. So a lot of times, you know, like the, the, the youth ministries or the next gen people are getting like leftover garbage time, creative resources. And I said, yo, that sucks. And that's where it has like the biggest impact. Like Scott, the 42 year old accountant is coming to church on Sunday, regardless of what he, you know, what the sermon series is or whatever. It's just part of his routine. But then you got these 15 year olds where the dumpiest looking thing in their feed is their parents, their coaches, their school, and then church. And I said, this is awful. Like, Let's mm-hmm. fix this. A bunch of people told me like there was no like there was a, a a low ceiling and you wouldn't be able to really like make it. And I said, well, let's try it. Let's let's do the grand experiment. And so, on that journey, like I just feel like it has been a phenomenal honor and 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 do you want to call it luck or divine favor or whatever or just like list, listening when God said to jump. Like it's been it's been a an adventure and I feel. Uh, excited to get to, to to work on it, and so you know I've learned a lot of lessons along the way uh, about you know myself and about relationship with God and, and and like putting your ego into the work and and when to press through when stuff's not going so hot and when to listen to other people and just kind of work through a lot of uh, personal things that I didn't realize were were holding me back and like under the surface until you get faced with like you know pushed down to the wire and challenged in, in new ways. Absolutely. Because it's such a generalities there, but no, it's, I mean, it's amazing. Cause if you think about it too, then this is, we're, we're all creatives on, on the call, right? And, and everyone, no matter who you are, have a, a capacity of creativity. Creativity is sure. um, problem solving essentially, you know, and it's not limited to the arts, but in this act of trying to be creative specifically with art and color and design and trying to communicate, it's such a thing that requires an earnest Ness with mm. the Lord and an openness and exactly like you said to put away your ego because um, we all have the ability like you don't have to like bright Cole Josh doesn't have to be the smartest designer or like I'm the best because I'm the best but I'm I'm gonna listen the most yep. yeah. and I'm gonna listen to the client I'm gonna listen to God and then I'm gonna use the skills I have right because sometimes I think of it this way it's like wow or people are like going off about a shirt and it's like that's literally the type tool like, right. <laughs> I just typed a word yeah. and put it on a shirt. Like, that's not that crazy. Or sometimes, you know, like, you know, I just clicked a bunch of buttons, but I was being led um, by the Lord and using my mind and just listening and my, my like um, appendages. Yeah. My, my appendages didn't, it didn't require that much work. Right. We're not out here like tilling the field, you know, we're, we're we're clicking in an air conditioned building, right. We're potting in peace, but it's the ability to put, it's the ability to put away the ego and and be led by the Lord. I I think you hit on beautifully because I, I, I've been on both sides of the hill at this point. I mean, granted, I'm not like, you know, I'm not Kanye or something, but like (laughs) I have gone from, you know, my family is liking my stuff to, 
oh, now people are reaching out and, you know, you feel sad about your work and you're like, oh, am I good enough? Oh, oh, oh. And then you get to at some point to where somebody tells you, wow, you're so great. Yeah, and the crux of the clout. And on both sides of that coin, like you have to say, hey, uh, like turn down the volume on that stuff. Like it's fine yeah. to be aware of where you're at, but like that does not help you be better. It doesn't help you execute. It does, like whether or not you think you're amazing or like you're you're so terrible and you're chasing somebody else. Like yeah. like just shut all that down to to the degree that you can. Like it is you know you got to zero in on like knowing where you're supposed to be and enjoy the process. Totally. Totally. Absolutely. Speaking of enjoying the process, Josh, before we get you out of here, we got to know what was your last post tithe pickup? We, we familiarly or lovingly call this the PTP. So this is after you paid your 10% <laughs> to the Lord. It's after your, your bills are paid and your family's fed. What was the last garm that graced your closet in the post tithe pickup? And then what's next in the sights, my guy, what are you ready to take down? Ah, so last last pickup might have been um, not very sexy, but uh, Apple Watch. Let's go. Um, okay. Which I never thought, like I was always like, man, the last thing I need is one more notification with like immediate access to me. But it's right. actually helped me like put my phone down less and it's 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 a tool. Like I'm stoked. That's but, yeah, cool. Nothing too. Uh, I love it. That's that's the that's more of the robot boy getting fed over there. <laughs> but like you gotta, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the fitness ne- fitness. Next pickup is is uh, it's gonna be a boring answer, but it's gonna be another hat. Like my son is on the um, yeah. Oh, yeah, go he off, started, dude. Started t-ball, and he's the White Sox. So now I have a legitimate reason to start like hunting down cool yes. White Sox gear. Let's go. Yes, so that'll. It's probably... the story. It's the third S. Yeah, because if somebody walks up to you like, "Oh man, why you got that Pirates hat?" I'm like, "I don't know. It's a cool design. Like that's not a good enough reason for me." <laughs> yeah, like so I like, love the colorway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need to. Be, I need to at least like it's a it's a flimsy right. reason, but like, oh my, I'm I'm a coach on my son's t-ball team, and uh, <laughs> we're the Pirates. So I just I don't know. I don't know. I copped it. Like that's a little bit better reason. Yes. And it's awesome when your kids are able to give you permission of an interest, but it's also interesting that there is such a gatekeeping thing in in many of disciplines, but sports, especially it's like when people ask me or or I wear chief stuff, like, are you a chiefs fan? And I like have, you know, I've, Yeah. yeah. And I have this story of, well, I went to high school with Pat, and then he played college in my wife's hometown. And then we have a bunch of friends in Kansas City, so blah blah blah. Like but it's like, why is that? Mm, is that yeah, enough, yeah. though? Is yeah, are but it's you like why? Really? Is I know, he but worthy? it's like why? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like why can't we just like what we like? Yeah. Why can't you rock and shock the pirates hat because you love the the colors? Yeah, I don't know. That's not the world that I live in. I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta at least gotta answer answer my own critic. This is where the loyalty what? of the Southern grandpa comes out. Yeah. <laughs> say, say true, boy. <laughs> but, I mean, in the same breath, I do believe if you're going to rock and shock something, there should be some level of connection or some level of history and yeah. awareness. It, it just makes it – it makes you enjoy wearing it more. It makes it – like, then it's a conversation starter rather than, like, an awkward little, like, uh, 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 when you talk yeah, totally. right about it. I guess I'm the gatekeeper as well. Well, Josh, we're going to let you get out of here, but there's nothing left to do but to roll out the red carpet for you. How do the people find you, and how do they get in touch? You just search the interwebs for Bright Coal, and, and next to Encyclopedia Britannica, you will find me. It's a pretty empty space there. Um, but, yeah, keep it, the newest thing, you mentioned it earlier, is YouTube. 
And so yes, he's on I, the tube, I'm boys actually and girls. wrapping up the Grade My Logo series. And the next one, this is the first public announcement. Breaking news on ministry wear. The next series is going to be branding on a budget. Because <gasps> most churches yeah, are we could use some of 350 that. people. And, you know, that's 80% of the churches in the U.S. And so they don't have, like, they might have two people on staff, much less yeah. money to spend on some of the stuff that, you know, I talk about or do for people. And so I'm trying to put tools into the every man's hand and, you know, uh, teach a man to fish in some senses. So I've got that fun, like, video series coming out and then that's classes be awesome. coming out later this year that will be immensely affordable. So sick. Heck yeah, man. Thank. That's amazing. Well, Bright Cole, Josh, thank you for coming on the pod. Thank you for sharing your ministry wear with us. As always, boys and girls, thank you for being a part of the ministry wear family. Signing off for today. Remember, it's blessings over stressings. Peace. Peace. <laughs> I love it.